Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 80. Oh my gosh, we're in the 80s. Oh the 80s. Octogenarian I podcast. I didn't wear my any, any I didn't uh, wear anything. I didn't wear anything. Or... Wait. I can't think I of anything it. geekier than being in the 80s right now. That's that's That is the no, hotness. Yeah. That's I, I was 3 years old when the 80s was over, so I mean, uh, I don't remember much. That, yeah, I was well, I I that that, that was that was my youth sweetie. was the 80s. Stranger Things, that was my youth. That was not not the actual underworld thing. But when we yeah. get to the 90s episodes. <laughs> not that part. Yeah. yeah. The 90s, I have a much more, but the 80s. More vivid I, the memory. 80s, I, I see, And the 90s, I have very little memory of. Well, so. okay. <laughs> That's where it completely Yeah, I was just going to say, let's clarify More fun, that. less memory. <laughs> clear, clear, clear memories of the 80s. All right. Anyway, go. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Nikki Robinson. I'm Joshua Unruh. Yes. So... so there's been a lot of great news in space. And you know, <laughs> it's bad I'm so excited. Our and favorite. Our favorite. Is he our favorite? Our favorite astrophysicist. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's by far our favorite astrophysicist. Yep. But Ho- hopefully he's yours too. Tad Thurston, welcome. Friend of the show now, right? <laughs> and Karen like, of the yeah. show. Can I just double down on You are definitely friend of the show. Ice T liked his rhymes. Oh, was that official now? Ice That's tea, official. Uh, okay. Ice, ice tea. <laughs> you, your rhymes on Twitter got ice tea seal of approval. I am framing so. that tweet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you should like yeah, save that's that one. That's why you should. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely. Practically Pin it to dope. The top of your is that, would, that, would that, that, that is what Honey, the young you, ones you would say. That is uh, dope. I hashtag. I hashtagged you, totally baller astrophysicist. Sick. He liked that too. Um, but ice tea and I have a we're buds. So, Look but, out. but he gives your seal of approval to astrophysics your, to are MC. off the chain. They are. I had all these name suggestions. MC Astroplaya. That was one. Yeah. <laughs> MC Astroplaya. That ba- just made my day. That's <laughs> baller astrophysicist. Yeah. So. It's the geeky oh, stuff then, is getting cool again. That's why. Yeah. I mean, just. Well, it's, it's always I've, been cool. Dude, just, it's always been also cool. Also, the and discovery. I is a huge nerd. The discovery of planets that might be like Earth give us some hope that we can GTFO. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And maybe maybe we, we actually can, have hope for yeah. somewhere to go. Well, I'm out. Yeah. Neat. Good to know. <laughs> now, before we get to the astrophysics things, apparently yeah. there was a battle at Luton XP that I was not there a part of. There was a of. battle of minds. Listen, you were invited and you just decided not to show up. And listen, it's just no. as well that you didn't. I, no, actually, I, I see, I would have been on the team because I, I would have known. Go. No, the reason I, you so know, obviously, because I work in the, at four o'clock in the morning. Right. So, yeah. I'm, But I'm, you were invited. It's oh, not yes. like we said, and Michael, stay home. No, and I would have been there if I did not have to get up at 2.30 in the morning. But so. hey, Nikki. How what? was it? How was it? Who who won? It. So they have trivia at Luton XP every other Wednesday. You guys, in case you didn't know, That's they right. have trivia. And, and, I am there usually. Nikki goes there like a, a couple of times from what I understand. Uh, well, she has there. a cot in the back. She actually. has a cot. She's, yeah. Uh, I'm also um, offices like there. if anything ever happens to Justin and DC, uh, it's willed to me at this point. Just just <laughs> by, the, by the homestead right. act. Possession. Possession is nine tenths of the law. Right? in the so. direction of something else we're talking if about. They, so. If they die, she's squatting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. So yeah, there was a there, there was, was a, there and uh, uh, Josh so, and his team pretty much shut out the competition. Like, yeah, it's true. It was pretty much a shutout. I, I it's true. Know. We so, like, wrecked their faces. Um, <laughs> what were some of the questions? Do you remember any of the questions? Oh god, yeah. there was a lot of. There was a well, few I'll comic book ones. I'll tell you what. When they asked a Sailor Moon one, yeah. 
Nikki said a curse word. Because Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Josh's head exploded. Because it's, it's Sailor Moon. Yeah. It's like, I got and this. Sort of, have and you, I did get one question. It was, what was Jean Grey's original superpower? Yeah, her ah. original superpower. And I knew it because, because of Josh. Because of me. Like, yeah. You also got, I don't know if you got it because of me, but you got the other real obvious superhero question, too. Oh, yeah. The Flash. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, what Silver Age what superhero Central City lived is in, in Central City. Oh, okay. Nice. Which is based on you said St. Louis, is that right? Yeah, I mean, you roughly, know, give or take. Give yes, or roughly. Uh, uh, another DC, one DC was DC cities are complicated. Yeah, well, yeah, they are. Another one was uh, what Final oh, Fantasies oh. were online. Uh, yes, I was, I was like, bam, You're give like, me that paper. Uh, no, no, but hold on, and do. there was one for you. Oh yeah, what year did Doctor, Doctor Who, Who premiere? Nineteen sixty-three. <laughs> Actually, we got that one too. I got that one wrong November because I was like, I know the words Doctor Who. To debut, yes, it was. But they pop, but they delayed the premiere because of the Kennedy assassination. Because of Kennedy's assassination. Uh, but 19, so if you know what year Kennedy was assassinated, that's that think, actually would have done it. Actually <laughs> aired on the twenty fourth. Twenty third. It was 23rd, the next the day. day they they, okay. they they were going to say, well, let's scrap it. Never mind. And and the producer and the director went was like, listen, we spent three dollars and twenty five cents on this <laughs> on show. This well, pounds. And it was pounds. Pounds. <laughs> triple the budget of anything else they right. ever right? done at that time. We raided the entire BBC <laughs> One area for coat hangers to make these costumes, you jerks. We're yeah. showing this thing. It was... Anyway. It, well, the not to mention child. plungers for the Daleks. So, so they hadn't gotten there yet. But so yes. there was that. Oh, what, let's right. see, what else? Was, um, I'm trying to think of... Okay. We got so many wrong. Like We but, only caught but up now on I understand, though, question. didn't you guys split... Though uh, you guys, you guys the, answered the most loot? of the yeah between me and them, we were first and second. But so, see, there win? you go. What'd you win? I well, second does first loser. First place. Uh, second one, Bupkis because they suck. But uh, <laughs> the first the place. What's on the table? We got. We gift had. Cards. We have gift cards back to the loot next. Sweet. Uh, can you use them for the gameplay? You know, I didn't ask, but I assume because okay. it just so, says. You know this amount of loot and XP bucks. That's cool. Loot, you might say. Loot and XP. So they have. I mean, they have quite a bit of merch. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Like the front third hey, of the place. Have you been? You've not, you've Do you not been go yet. After I'm my, going after my wife. My wife and I went last night, car. and I tell you, if it's you, good. Have, if anyone listening is not into loot, you haven't been in there. Twenty minutes in my new V6 Turbo. It's I'm you'll down. just teleport. Yeah. Let's go. I tell you, it's, Seriously, if if you gosh. haven't been to Loot XP, it's it is phenomenal. It is so much fun. Um, yeah, you, it was a good you, time. You, you I sat at the Outlander themed table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Which I'm a little surprised that there was such a thing. Right? Like, so I guess you got to name tables when you oh, did their Kickstarter, the Kickstarter or whatever. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm at the Outlander table, and it's just like. <laughs> was it, like, just, like, was it just a field of heather? It was named Lollybrock. Of course it was. Mm -hmm. So fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. my my wife and I played Labyrinth last night. And oh. it was fun. Oh. Okay, yeah, I really want to go. Ted, yeah. do you want to go? You live in Norman. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Ted, have you, have you been? No, there? no. My, my son has been there to do some D&D &D stuff, but I've never been in yet. Okay, oh, well, you should go. And, oh, and we, we love playing we board games, so it's a natural. Uh, there's a bunch of games. Obviously, I've played a lot of them, but I played one last night. That's a lie. She's just that, played Lords of Waterdeep. <laughs> just every time. And I've played well, Lords of Waterdeep. I've actually there. played Lords of Waterdeep yeah. so much up there that the owners are like, Nikki, time. you can't play Lords of Waterdeep. You, <laughs> have, wrecked, you have to play right? something new. You've ruined, You've ruined it for, it for everybody. Actually, I enjoyed Do you guys have Power Grid? Have you played Power Grid? No, Power what's that? Grid. What is this? Is this a game it, I would enjoy? Is it like super simple, like exploding kittens? Didn't really appear to be super simple. We tried it over a holiday, and I think I started after 
two go rounds kind of started getting the feel of what it was about, uh, but not these. Yeah. This totally. is actually okay. This is actually one of you for details. One of my joys of loot and XP is that you can get somebody to teach you how to play the game, uh-huh. right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a yeah. big deal because I I enjoy a lot of these more complicated or. Uh, uh, you know, multifaceted board games, but when you have a table full of people who have never played it before, it's just such and a and you're chore. reading a booklet, right? Yeah, yeah it's well, just a it's chore. So like I will sit with a new, like I finally pull the trigger and spend the sixty, seventy, eighty bucks on the complicated game, and then it will sit not getting open, yeah, mm-hmm. because it's like, ugh, we have to have uh. five times the time to anyway, yeah. So yeah, the ability so to go in and go, channel. I, I want to yeah. play this. Who knows how? Yeah, that's how I felt about Lords of Waterdeep, and I probably would never have played that except playing it with Nikki for the first time. I loved it, and uh, I got to I got to win. Nikki let me win. It was really nice of her. He's He's trying to burn me. I would not let you win. I know. I know. <laughs> no, I, I was. I it was, but it was fun really because I had we somebody there lose. who could play the game. And then DC came over and we mm-hmm. played another game. Uh, what was the other? That one? was that little game where you dragons, where the dragons. Oh, oh the, Sudo, Sudo, yeah. Sudo, yeah. Um, and Kimberly, Sudo is a path. Kimberly yeah, played yeah. sushi with you. She's excited. She wants to get that oh, game. Is, is, is sushi simple like I sushi would go? Oh, is sushi go. Yeah, it's like go a matching game, game, right? No, sweet. It's it's a point based game, and you like depending on how many players there are, you get so many cards. And you try to match up your like it's, so it's the like, hand switch like, like you pick a like card and then oh. so it's a drafting game uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and so you have to try to draft the most points. So like go fish. Yeah. And the and the adventure now. one was also a lot of fun. The adventure mm-hmm. game where we had to fix the we had to pick things for our backpack. Oh yeah, the <gasps> adventure time. Adventure time. So you oh, so you'd have a quest and everyone has items. It's not actually the com- oh, not the, the animated show. the animated adventure. Oh, I don't think it's adventure time. So it's adventure. Like no, it's a, uh, dungeon time. Dungeon, dungeon time. time. Oh, uh, is that the one that we played on the air? No, 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 no. No. Okay, okay never mind. No, but it's no, this one anyway, is good you times. have a backpack and then you go on a quest and you like everyone has item cards and you have to match the items to this quest. And so you throw them down, and sometimes you don't have them, and so you have to throw another quest down and try to remember that you down at the bottom you need some money. So if you're trying to remember <laughs> to throw whenever you get an extra one to throw one down. And then if you put too many things in there, the backpack will break and you lose the game. And it's time, so you only have so 10 it's minutes. it's not a bag of holding or a TARDIS. No. no. Okay. Yeah, Coming, I'm, I'm, checking the, back. I'm checking the date. Let's so. all go before now. we do our... Now we're we are going to broadcast go live now. from there. Is that correct? So we, are, on so the we are broadcasting March seventeenth, and yeah. uh, we haven't picked a time, but probably close to noon. Right. I'd, I'd so like just oh. to let you all know, we are broadcasting live from there on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, they um, do serve. So uh, you can come down, Ted. You're invited. Also, yeah. that's uh, the fifteenth is the next one. Everyone that they is will invited. Have, um, uh, trivia. Trivia. Sixteenth is Disney. Trivia. Apparently, possibly. What? Disney themed. Bring so, it. Possibly Disney themed. So how my late, team how is unlikely Although, to do as well. What? How late does it run? Good, yeah. new, good um, news, Nikki. Well, it starts from 745. And what time do you think it was over? Nine? Nine? Yeah, nine, nine, nine thirty sometime. So like, That's a couple hours. Seven thirty. Is it nine. like a roughly Saturday. 20 question, two yeah. sets of 20 see, questions? If they, if they had it on Saturday night, I'd go. Without a doubt. Just, well, they're in a college town, though. So they got know. enough going on I mean, on Saturday. I, I, again, yeah, I, Saturday nights are nightmare. I understand a, a lot of a lot of role playing stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, like I I Saturdays. was there last night, and like there was hardly any tables because people are there. Oh, it was the medieval yeah, ball. We yeah, last night. And, no, but I mean, I but, mean, late at night, D and D goes on on Saturday. Like oh, yeah. it's is it just D and D or is it all role playing? 
it's mostly role playing. I mean, people can still go in and play whatever, but I mean, no, no, no. But but I mean, is it when when people is it just Dungeons and Dragons or is it role Any playing? RPG. Is it Marvel? Is it? Um, it, it it's all D and D to me. It, it's all role playing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you and Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Right. Just put it in the section, man. Just yeah, put it over there. But it's just yeah. uh, there's other role playing. Besides but yeah, D&D. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, there's people playing Pathfinder. There's people playing, you know, right. Pathfinder is just more D and D. I know, guys. but I play Pathfinder, <laughs> just, and it's slightly. What different. Have you have played the Marvel one? That's a that's a pretty popular role playing game going on right uh, now. There's all no, sorts. No, like there's a was this weird little one robot one someone on... was playing. Yeah, that's not the one you play online. What Marvel Heroic is the one that I play on Botchcast. Okay. And is no, it is not a very popular game because it it's out of print. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, they okay. lost the license. Bummer. Well, anyway. Okay. Anyway, go, anyway, go, anyway, go to Luton so, XP. March 17th, we will be there. Yeah. And the 15th and the is Disney-themed uh, like, on the 15th. 16th. On the 15th. No, it's Wednesday. It's the Wednesday night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, God, yeah. Where, where my team... Trivial her suit. It's yeah, no, I got that one. Because we have beards. Um, I don't have... Well, no, I that's bring She's beard. trying to schedule things over here. I don't do that. Jesus. Sorry. Anyway, so yeah. So we're less likely to do well in the... Dis- well, I don't know. The other two guys have daughters, so they might be fine, but I'm I'm going to be dead weight. I think you. One. I think you'll be surprised. I think if there, su- it's a frozen question. I got it on lock. I, I think you'll be surprised, dude. I, I, I think you'd be surprised what you were doing. Yeah, you really. I really. So think you have Mulan, have we Pixar? talked about Mulan. Well, yeah, I yeah. Would, would have to. You have Pixar. to. Okay. You have to have and watched Disney movies for that to retain them, dude. But you some of it could be behind Mulan. the scenes. Like, like it could be like. What is Mark Lasseter also known for besides Pixar? He runs Pixar. He he is the person right. that has imported all the Miyazaki movies over. And can I make a I was going to really guess Colombian drug lord. <laughs> <laughs> can I make That's a really weird um, Disney tie-in, Marvel tie-in? Um, the Captain America song that he performs. Like, I've been watching all the Marvel oh. movies. You know the one that who said <laughs> Oh, you yeah. Know, you know who wrote it? Alan Menken. Ah, who has written yeah, the majority huh. of Disney That musicals. makes sense. He did Lion yeah. King and makes he did. Total uh, sense. I mean, it Lion makes sense because they could probably like go down the hallway uh, and be like, "Hey, uh, Mankin, Little Mermaid, King, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Lion, uh, um, Beauty and the Beast." Yeah. His partner, Aladdin. who was his partner Aladdin. that died? Didn't his partner die? Along yeah, Howard May- Howard Ashman. <laughs> Ashman died yes. died How right yes. before. Um, he died right before Aladdin was set to go, and so I think that's when they brought in. Tim Rice, yes, to write in Tim Rice from Tim. from Weber and Rice. All right, Christ we are Superstar. definitely making a team because this is I'm behind the saying, scenes stuff. I have no like idea. Like I about. said, I noticed if you the can other get me day. Up at, I just you'll get me up it the next like, day. <laughs> I just watched Captain America and I was like, Alan Menken wrote that. Of yeah. course he did. It makes that's perfect. Good. Sense. That's fun. I that's, like that. Song. That's yeah, a fun. That's yeah, and I I love it. He's a star spangled man with a plane. In case you didn't know. Uh, he's punched. He's punched Hitler like at least over hundred times. times. Yeah. So, so we are. Um, we've got Tad here. Meanwhile, secret Hitler. Yeah. Meanwhile, the secret Hitler the, that we need to play. Meanwhile, the after now that I have wrecked all of the face that is Nikki's at <sighs> trivia, we can talk about science. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> sitting quietly and patiently over in the corner is, like I said, our favorite astrophysicist and one of our absolute favorite guests. Friends of the show. Friend Tad of the Thurston. show. Friend of the show. I've leveled up. Science. Friend of the pod. Let's talk bum, 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 science. And um, yeah, we've we've been. You're Tom we, Dolby now. Um, there were planets found, Tad. Yeah. Tad, tell, us, well, about tell us about these Got any feelings about that? space discoveries it's right fantastic. now. fantastic. All right, I think the way it went was uh, earlier in 
earlier last year or even in the year before, I think three of them were discovered uh, by this telescope in Chile. That's no moon. Um, there was, <laughs> all right, got that out of our Had system. Had to. Get it out of my system. Uh, and I think it was only very recently with the help of Hubble uh, and a couple other telescopes that now they've expanded it to a system of seven I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we got a lot of the, telescopes. Kind of the habitable zone is what I understand. There, yeah, I think of the seven, there are three in that the, are in the zone where there, it's, the there could be water. The Goldilocks uh, it's possible, zone. yeah. The trouble is that water depends on a lot of different things. Like mm-hmm. uh, if there's no atmosphere, you're not going to have any water because right. it just simply it sublimates or evaporates. Yeah, the moon is in the habitable zone, but it doesn't. Yeah. No water, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, water depends on a lot of things. So <laughs> it's just simply in an area where it could be water. It's mm-hmm. possible. Um, atmospheres, we don't know much about the atmospheres yet. I think they've ruled out that they're, uh, they're all earth sized roughly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've ruled out that even if they're earth sized, they don't appear to have, um, uh, they, they aren't all atmosphere, like small gas, like little Jupiters. Mm-hmm. I think they've been able to rule that out. And so they have, if they have atmospheres, they have thin ones. Uh, like a Venus, Earth, Mars kind of right. a thing. Although that's still a cool. pretty wide range. Yeah. yeah, and it's still and it's still possible. And <laughs> pretty I think significant so. range of <laughs> <Yeah>. livability between <laughs> well, I guess Venus, that's Earth, that's always and Mars. The, the idea is: are they Dude. gaseous or are they rock? Right. Because I mean, we've got some really big planets. They in seem our pretty solar dense, system. like yeah. Earth-like dense, which is a cool. big deal because we, we know you can't really have life so or water on a gas. So, how would you go so. about telling if there's an atmosphere on a planet there that far away? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Smell a scope. What they do, I mean, the way this thing was discovered, it's fantastic. What they do is this system just happens to be, and I'm talking with my hands, which is great yes. for, for yes. radio. That's, that's that's for <laughs> the system just happens to be edge on, like you're looking edge on on a record or for you kids, a CD. And so the planets actually eclipse the star and it's lined up so that we can see it, which doesn't happen very often. So you're losing uh, little, so, tiny, yeah. tiny dots So you're seeing on tiny sun. little eclipses. So they, ma- they, they, they monitor the star's brightness and it just goes there's a little downward blip every once in a while when the planet goes across that's right and so you look at those blips over a long period of time and you can tell finally after a long time you can tell how many planets there are by the length of the blip you can kind of tell how close they are to the sun because the the, the further away the the more blips well and the further away the slower it moves and so the longer the blip will happen Mm. and then the deeper the blip the bigger the planet and so you can kind of tease all this stuff out if you look at it over a long enough period of time and isn't that also how they see kind of the atmosphere they can see kind of its atmosphere because they can see through let's say if you were looking through earth if you would see its atmosphere you would see the sun on the other side right in a little tiny band around yeah, the rocky is, part of the Earth. This is even trickier. So what they do is you take the specter of the star and then you wait for an eclipse to happen and then the light will be shining. That light that you get from the star will be shining through the planet's atmosphere too. So you take another spectra and then you subtract the two, hopefully subtracting it's off the star like a, bit. Like a, like a prism. Right, it's coming right through. And so if you subtract out the star's bit, then all you have left then is the planet's bit. Right. Uh, so, you know, okay, is, that's oxygen or, or, or nitrogen or, or right. magnesium. For those Which is at an home. extremely difficult yeah. thing to do because there's just not much. I mean, you're they haven't got, the, they haven't you're not going on with a lot of data they, right they, there. They, they had, I think there was a two-week window where they had to get something in to repoint the Hubble because they realized that two planets were going to transit oh. uh, within like two weeks. And so they had to hurriedly point the Hubble and they got some quick observation, which is how they were able to rule out the Jupiter-like how they figured out they were rocks, right. not, not, um, right. yeah. Uh, so that's all they've done so far, but now with the Hubble and then its successor, they think they have a good shot at 
The James Webb Possibly telescope? the Webb, trying to figure out if there's actually oxygen, what the atmospheres might be made of. Yeah. Which, by so the way, cool. the James Webb telescope, if you've done any research on that, is going to be like just put the Hubble to shame. Like it's going to be pretty year, fantastic. I, I am so excited. And it's supposed to launch 2018? Uh, or 19, or yeah. Because it was running, of course, over budget. Uh, oh, it always does. Science normally yeah, does, yeah. but um, it costs a lot to put things up in. The but <laughs> like, I was looking at one. I think it's made out of bar- barium. I think, barium, uh, I think you're right. uh, plates that they use for, that fan out to so they can gather the light. Like just one of them is like probably this. Like, I don't know how to dimension this because this is radio and you can't see my hands. <laughs> It's um, ridiculously huge. It's like probably like five and a half feet by five and a half feet. I, like, it's, and it's, that's one plate, and there's like. Right, and 60 to 70 of them. I think people don't realize that the Hubble has been up there for 20 years, 25, 4. Yeah, yeah, right. It's It's old. I mean, and now granted, we've gone up and we've done some replacements and we've had to change the lenses and stuff, but it's still a 20 to 25-year-old telescope. Did you know? Anything newer is going to get better images. I mean, look at what our phones can do nowadays, you know. Did you know that, uh, what's the, um, is it Cassini? Cassini has the processor that's in a PlayStation 2 in it. Oh, the one around Saturn? Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. It's the same processor. Is that what they replaced it with when it wore out? No, no, no. That was like the top of technology at the time, and now they're in our PlayStation 2. Right, right, because it launched in 97 or something. Yeah, it was the exact same processor that's, that's in a playstation so 2 cool. that's that's in and that was state yeah. of the art i remember going to yeah. a graphics conference in like 99 and there was a guy <laughs> there who built like. a, a supercomputer out of like a thousand playstation 2s yeah because he just <laughs> networked them all together because it was the most powerful thing they had at the time that, sure. that, at the time yeah, totally. it so was cool. the most po- powerful that thing is you just awesome. go to best buy and say i want like I a need thousand. a thousand I need PlayStation. Two. Now I have a thousand PlayStation Twos in my closet now. Yeah, so you know, right. no I rack them up ten dollars. So just raid Nikki's house and, and yeah, we can I, we we can build it. There you go. And, and they, they will come. We'll yeah. just we'll well, build a, build <laughs> build all <laughs> artificial intelligence out of PlayStation Two. We'll come to them. Now, what I loved about now, if, if you go to the NASA website, they have this beautiful video, um, which they do say at the end. By the way, these are all artist renderings. These we don't have any idea if this is what they look like or anything. Um, but I did like the fact that they really try to push really hard that it's these planets are possibly habitable they're not talking life they're not talking and especially which what really people is there life out in the universe well probably but what most people are thinking is there sentient life out in the universe that's a lot harder to do mm-hmm. um and i i, I kind of get nailed I, it once that we know yeah I, I well and, and honestly and, and only for a, sketchy and only for well. like i'm and, not sure yeah. how i feel about it but also for only about a hundred thousand of the four billion years that this planet's been here a hundred thousand years yeah, yeah. So four billion years, a hundred thousand of it has and like, had and like life I on said, it. it's yeah. a real. It's not even. It's, I'm not even sure it's a, a successful shot. experiment. And, and whether or not it is Dolphins. intelligent life, we're still trying to decide. And it took four billion for us to get multicellular life. Yeah, um, that's one problem with this system. Is I think the star is only half a billion years old. It's right. a pretty young system. Oh, I so didn't know like that. Yeah, amoeba. So we got to get there before anything grows there. Hey, no, we got to. No, <laughs> they, just kidding. We, that would probably that would not. certainly be a move up from the way we've colonized everything here. Exactly. We, but we've got to conquer it before. Hashtag <laughs> Africa. The thing that was really um, surprising and interesting to me is like how small the system is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know when I right. when I just when I first heard it. I don't know what I was thinking, but um, I certainly was thinking larger than Jupiter and its moons. 
which is the the comparison that I was reading this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that that's oh, the whole that. system. That's tiny. It's the size of Jupiter and its moons. Yeah, well, the star is Jupiter sized, and then yeah. uh, the moons. I think one of the moons orbits around where maybe Io Europa does, and then mm-hmm. the others, uh, the other planets are they're packed way in. They're they're way closer. Yeah, well, than, I mean, yeah, than they were saying seven of them being in that what yeah. is basically our three. Uh, our big three, Venus, Earth, and Mars, it's seven of them in that space. They're, they're way inside the orbit of Mercury. Even. Yeah. And so wow. you, could actually, you could actually see, you would actually be able to see the planet from, it's like, if, if you're, I don't know if everyone's so been to Hawaii. Yeah, my first the distance would be. When, like I was with, when I was in Hawaii, it was so amazing that you'd be on one island and you could look and see the other island. You yeah. Know, that's just another piece of land. Just, you know, and it was, a, it was a, across the ocean. Um, and I think that's what it would be like. You'd be standing on a planet, obviously, it'd be a very grandma, small planet. Grandma lives there. And yeah. And, and it'd be like yeah, looking at the moon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, would, now, would the, of course, they're smaller, so that might make a difference. Would that have any, because they're so close to each other. I mean, we feel the gravitational pull of our moon, and it's tiny compared oh, to us. Oh, tides would well, be very interesting indeed. But, I Assuming mean, they have an ocean terraformed. and all kinds yeah. of stuff. I mean, that, it would have to have a major effect on these planets. Yeah, well, I they're think probably the, the, looking at Brexit. You know, that's true. Soon, I think the orbits are all in resonance, so I think they've already affected each other. Where they're all kind of tidally locked to the star, and then they've all affected each other's orbit, so that they're all they've kind of settled down in harmonic. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I, yeah, I think they they do they they do affect each other because they're so close. Yeah, and it's just amazing. And the idea, I think the the main where NASA was kind of going with, and I lo- love the way they were wording it, was just simply the fact that not life, not sentient life. It's just if what was you called if we needed to get out of here? GTFO. Yeah, we got a GTFO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we've got a place to go. And Just it's only 40 light house. years away. Yeah. yeah. 40 only... light years is, you know. Well, I mean, well, again, these are such, a, uh, pardon the pun, astronomically the... huge yes. distances that 40 light years is like oh, we're so close. And to find so many, like in, you know, it, within that system. And again, then going to one is you're at the other two. They're so close, yeah. right? I, I mean, I compared to here where it was a, I mean, very impressive, but it was a huge feat for us to basically fire a bullet that would hit Mars. Mm-hmm. This is a much simpler prospect. I, I mean, you know, if you got to one spreading out would be, anyways, just, uh, yeah, the well, size and, and kind just of thinking in mind. terms of the numbers of, of, of possibly habitable planets is that, you know, we have in, in our solar system, we are at, the sort of the Goldilocks zone where if we were yeah. much farther, if we didn't have as much of a greenhouse effect, the water, the water would freeze. If we were much closer, it would probably evaporate and we'd be more Venus like, you know, so it's, it, you could make the argument after just looking at our solar system that, Oh, our planet or planets like ours with liquid water, that might be rare. But now looking at this thing, uh, there happen to be maybe three planets that could maybe possibly have liquid water on them. And they're orbiting the most common kind of star. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the implications are that maybe there really are many more. hundreds of yeah. billions of these kinds of things I, throughout I, just one I've galaxy. always felt like, the, 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 again, the idea that there'd be habitable planets, probably quite a few, whether or not they'd have life on them, again, that's, not, that's, that's very difficult to do. You know, again, on this planet, you'd have to be here at a certain time to actually see life yeah. and, and sentient life especially. I mean, so... But the idea that you could actually have more, many more habitable plants where we could at least go and visit and not have to worry about suits and, and you know, we could actually breathe the atmosphere would be amazing. That would be great. So very excited about that. Yeah. It was that Goldilocks so, zone that kind of um, 
got me to the place where I was discovering the size because I was like, but the the sun protects us from so much stuff. And then uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how this and works. also tries to kill us from so much. That's true. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, but, that's, but then also yeah, like, uh, and then our it's, our core is protecting us for you know from some of the right, sun the stuff. Field. And then mm-hmm. and then you've got Jupiter that's like catching things from further out. And it, I was like, yeah, this is a real sweet spot we're in. <laughs> Big Three brother Jupiter. And then I find out it's teeny tiny, and I was like. That's really. Close. I mean, it's just so different. I mean, again, I, I don't do this every day. Totally right. So it's real different from where I but, live. But but it excites everybody because before, in, in, until you go out and explore, everything is different. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I run this documentary for the Voyager probes, um, and when we launched the Voyager probes, we had good ideas of what we thought we'd find: lots of icy, dead moons. And it wasn't like that at all. That everything is so different. And we went to Saturn and found Enceladus with the mm-hmm. Cassini that everything is just so amazing when you go and actually look at it. I mean, you, you have good ideas of what should happen and then you find the exceptions and, and it's amazing. Well, so always, yeah, you just never the know. as above, so below type of thing is our, as, as, as below, it is, so as it is on the earth, uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to go with, well, as, as it is here, just magic. It's just magic. Just magic. Yeah. Not, yeah, not, yeah. Um, but as it is here, we're going to have to assume that's how it works everywhere else. And, and the more it's we discover, the, the more that's really not, right. you know, we, we are we're, in a sweet spot, not only in our sweet spot with, we're talking about Jupiter and talking about even our own moon protecting us a mm-hmm. lot of times from from uh, getting hit by things. Where we are galactically, out in the far-reaching arm, you know, we're not right in the middle of all this stuff. You know, we're, we're so far out. So we're actually even more protected in where we are, where we're located galactically, yeah. uh, where our solar system there is. There are no stars immediately around us that are going to go supernova yeah. and extinguish everything, whereas... That's yeah, I mean, not guaranteed in other places. Pro- Proxima Centauri <laughs> is four and a half light years away, something like that. I mean, it's whereas if you go closer into the center of the galaxy and your nearest star is, you know, just a couple of, you know, astronomical units away, um, that's that's going to mess with your, you know, things being pulled in, things getting, you know, so. And there's also yeah, we're like in a, planets we're in a really that are rotating between two different suns. They, they're gra- the, the when you've got a binary, binary, binary system. Binary, binary yeah. system. I mean, they, obviously things could probably go south. That's right. On that end. But uh, depending on who we elect president, sure. But what I, th- another thing, <laughs> I <laughs> doubt that would, I doubt that would have any impact Too on a binary soon. star. Yeah. Too but soon. Um, one of the things that I find very interesting is something that you were talking about was, you know, what we consider normal isn't necessarily normal in a totally different solar system. Yeah. And I was actually, this is kind of string theory ish. So, like, I don't, it's one of those things I heard. I don't know if I buy into it. It's an interesting thought. That's theory. But yeah. That's how uh, I feel about most science, honestly. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you that know. That was just a moment for. What, what works here might not necessarily work in other solar systems mm-hmm. and such. And I was watching a uh, TED Talk on uh, multiverses. Oh, yeah. And they're talking about how, because, uh, you know, um, Everything's pushing away from us right now. Like, and the at first scientists thought that it well, it should be decreasing the rate, but yeah, it's increasing. Right, yeah. And one of the theories is is that there's multiverses and dark energy that are pushing things away from each other at a faster rate. And they found out that that rate would have to be zero point a whole bunch of zeros, whole bunch of zeros, zero, 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 three one three eight would be like what that energy push would have to be. And so they were talking about how. You know, if there were multiverses and things like that, that the dark energy might be different for each multiverse. And then some multiverses might not have planets. And then some of them might have just planets just 
clumped together like a whole bunch of them because their density and other densities. So I find I find it very interesting that um, that we live in. I mean, if the multiverse is true, that we live in the multiverse that we live in, and we live on the planet that oh, we yeah. live in, and when, like we could be at the sweet spot one, the potentially sweet spot. is very very yeah. sweet. very 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 sweet. <laughs> so like, like we could almost have the go- we could almost have like the Goldilocks universe at the, yeah. this point, as long as the Goldilocks zone. We, we are the luckiest. We're the luckiest so planet in the, the world. world. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I mean, when you start digging into this, no. you just like you learn how expansive and how much more there could be, oh, and sure. then it's like just trying to wrap your brain around it. Is, well, it is super and every intense. and every time, and it, this is going to get back to what we're talking. The second thing I want to talk about, but when you talk about this, just the sheer size of just the universe itself, and the Hubble telescope was able to uh, zoom in. This was several years ago. Was able to zoom into one area, just a place that was visibly dark. Oh, the deep field. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then space zoom in on that, and there's stars. And they'd not find, stars and, and it, galaxies well, and then they find another place of that <laughs> and they'd zoom in on that and then they find another black spot and they'd zoom in on that three times and by the time yes you see what are look like stars and they say these are galaxies these are and it was full it was fun it's an amazing image if you have not of, googled of, that of image of it is things amazing. that yeah. have thousands of you know should be millions of stars themselves within them so it's one of those things where you start to think you're awfully small. It's going against that that uh, Zaphod Beeblebrock's moment. I'm having a very, where he says you are here in the universe. And he's like, uh, I'm having a very existential right? dread Saturday evening with you people. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, see, I, yeah. I don't but, get existential dread no, when no. I think I'm about these about things because it just makes me feel like, wow, I'm lucky to be where I'm at. I'm lucky that it's not a few thousands of years in the future since things are pushing farther away from us. We can see these things right now. In a few thousand years, we might not be able to see these other galaxies and stuff. And so we're in a very fortunate position to have this technology, even though we wish we had more, to Mm -hmm. be able to observe these things. And there is the concern that even if we were able to travel... We can never travel Catch fast <laughs> enough to find what whatever it, the, the universe is actually moving fast enough, especially not not in our not our galaxy because our galaxy is pretty much stable. But if any other galaxies are moving so far away from us that we would never actually be able to get to them. That's when we need Mass Effect relays. That just <laughs> sorry, my video wormholes. games are taking over. Wormholes, dang it! Yeah, we need wormholes. Nice. <laughs> Wouldn't that be or nice? They just pretty much just. Slingshot you wherever you want to go. Yeah, the way the universe is expanding, there's sort of a, and to me it's sad, that it's expanding, it it may be expanding at such a rate that deep into the future, Mm -hmm. there's a cosmic horizon uh, past which we will never ever be able to see because light can't get to us from beyond the horizon. And just the thought that there are things that are even in principle inaccessible to us mm-hmm. is sort of sad because mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. maybe there's something great to be discovered that in another part of the universe they can discover, but that even in just in principle that we can't. It, we're sort of shut off. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's yeah. just Fire sort of, limitations. Kind of sad. Do you, do you think that, mm. I mean, do you think there's a limitation? I mean, do you, it's all a like, question. I feel okay. like it's all a question if our technology can keep up that, with that's my what the universe is. is. For, for, yeah. So all, 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 so all I can say now is that it looks like there is such a limit, um, mm-hmm. and then hopefully we'll be happily, yeah. happily surprised. Well, and, and yeah. uh, there was news. Yeah. There was news that came down. The Hubble had found a galaxy that was thirteen point five billion light years away. Now uh, the universe they're still estimating fifteen billion. Isn't that what I've? Still... Uh, it's thirteen point eight two. Yeah. So this is a brand, new, and it looks like. It looks like a fuzzy little, yeah. you know, splotch, but I'm, and I don't know if that's because of the 
how well it can see that far away, or if that's just kind of the way it looks. Yeah, I think the, the early galaxies the are not as well organized yeah, as the beautiful spirals we see now. Yeah, it looks like it's just kind of starting to form. Right, it, and, and, and it seems like it's collecting mass at a rate much greater than we are. So galaxies grew that way. They sort of ate each other, and yeah. they ate the material around them and started to grow. And so this one, it's catching at one of the really earliest phases where it's just sort of starting to turn on, um, and it's undergoing a rapid burst of star formation, which is why we can see it, because if it's that far away, yes. of course it's, it has to it's be really 13. bright. 5, this um, happened 13.5 billion right. years ago. Right. Yeah, and we're just getting the light get, from the it The greatest now. thing is yeah. it gives us an idea of maybe not how how our galaxy was formed, but it at least gives us an idea of how galaxies form. Just in general, right? Yeah, which is just amazing if you think of something that happened 13.5 billion just shortly after the Big Bang. Yeah. It's just amazing. Um, so Yeah, because it's only two or 300 million years after, which is when at least some people thought was still during what was called the cosmic dark age, like mm -hmm. before the first stars turned on. Mm -hmm. um, depending on who you ask, that can be 400 million, 200 million years after. But that's sort of pushing back then, the, the earliest date at which the stars could form. Yeah, which is obviously why I, I think that when I was growing up, the universe was only three, I think three to six billion years old or something like that. And when it, I was just, growing up, it was only five thousand. Well, <laughs> I mean, you beat me to this joke, and I, and I don't mean I don't mean literally. Snails. I just mean that's as far as scientists really thought, because they, they, you, you get more knowledge, you get more. Well, of course, obviously, you look further away. If you see something that's thirteen point five billion years, then obviously the universe itself is older than than you estimate. So. I know the, the numbers keep changing because you just do data. And I yeah, think when I was in school, it was 10 to 20. Yeah. That was the canonical thing. And there were some good arguments for 10. There were some good arguments for 20. Lots of good arguments for about 15. And then as the years go on, it just started narrowing up and narrowing up. We, we get more data. We get more right. uh, you know, more people looking, I think, well, also. That's one of the things that I think is well, super interesting yeah. about astrophysics. It's not a quick science. Oh, <laughs> not not science. Not much science not, is. It's not quick. It's not something that where you can just make a discovery. You have to add that data all the time. And mm -hmm. particle physics, as to, to go offshoot here, is the same way. You got to retest and retest and retest and retest and retest hundreds and thousands of times before you can actually make a definite yes, this is this way. Yes, this is right. what's It's all happening. about confidence intervals. And yeah. yeah. And Ted, it's, gotta, also, it's a lot of mm -hmm. eyeballs, too. I know they've, they've been talking about trying to get as many volunteers as they can to be looking at things like this, because the more eyeballs you have. Well, and now, right, with, with amateur telescopes, and especially with as Open good as... Open source as, science? Are you kidding right, me? Right, with, with as good Heck as digital yeah, detectors are, are now. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I can slap a webcam onto a telescope, and I, I have friends who are doing it, and they can take these fantastic pictures that 20 or 30 years ago was only in the realm of the big observatories. Mm -hmm. So well, when, so many uh, people, it's been democratized, so people mm -hmm. can really do a good... Uh, when Jupiter took the, the asteroid for us, thank you, Jupiter. I oh, mean, yes. that was an amateur yeah. Uh, yeah. stargazer. Oh, the shoemaker levy. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. amateur guy who got that recorded. And like, and it, if you haven't watched that video, that video is pretty oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, coming back to the amateur, how does one get involved in... I mean, is it just... How does one get involved in like the crowdsourcing of observing this did you just submit it to nasa oh, i mean what, um, what do you like if you question i don't work? know how it works because i'm really not one yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, I only know how to do it like... professionally <laughs> Devin. i'm sorry no, right yeah, i mean i was just curious well, about, I, do, about the, I do know the that, i do know there are websites out there that that will that you can go to to find uh, I, and i know npr did a story recently talking to one of 
a NASA observer. I don't even know if NASA might have been SETI. It might have been whatever. Uh -huh. There's there's groups out there that are looking for volunteers. Mm -hmm. So if you were to go to the websites, you would find ways to become involved. Again, just attaching your phone to a telescope nowadays, you can get some yeah. images that are just... But there are comet hunter networks. There are, yeah. there are asteroid and meteor hunter networks so that people who are in it are, are well-connected. and so, so they can put out the cry immediately. You know, if they see something like, sure. oh, I might have seen something tonight, uh, they can get people within minutes or hours on and the ball. And they just submit it and, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's some, world, it's, there, there's some website um, and procedure for logging what, what it is that they're observing so that people can go on and verify it or... Okay, I'm going to let go and let Google, and I might put it in the notes. And also, and also <laughs> again, look, look up NPR. NPR had a story. We had an interview with somebody about that as well. I remember on a morning edition. So okay. uh, it, it, I don't remember exactly who, but yeah, they're, they're just looking for, because again, you're right, Nikki, it's a science. Not only that takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of people. Eyeballs. Because it's really big. You know, <laughs> There's a lot we of have decided there. the universe itself is massive. Right. And, and, having, and I don't, I don't even know. Did, did you sit inside a telescope that originally found this, that found the seven planets on Trappist? You, it was, wasn't it amateurs that also found the, f the first one? They eventually focused Hubble onto it. Uh, that I don't know. I, I, I know the one that made the preliminary one, I think a year or two ago, it's a, it's a, Belgian, I think, run telescope in Chile. I think it's a robotic telescope. Mm -hmm. Which Trappist, which I think is is the name of the... Yeah, it's transiting it? yeah. something, planet something. So, but it wasn't, it, but that's what I'm saying. It wasn't the Hubble. It wasn't shameful. Shameful that I can tell you what SHIELD stands for. <laughs> that's right, but you can't tell what <laughs> well, Trappist is. I can't is. tell you what Trappist is. Nope. It means, they, it means they fund it with their delicious beer. I feel like the mom? science of astrophysics would not benefit from the science of fermentation. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Says who? You'd be surprised how many graduate student I mean, meetings are <laughs> actually at the bar. What? Yeah, yeah. You no, that part I believe. <laughs> also, gentleman who invented who invented uh, champagne, Don Perignon. He said, "I'm drinking stars." There you go. Weird tie-in. Well. <laughs> I just mean maybe I don't do math. So I'm saying astrophysics. I celebrate the me yet to come. Listen, I can't see this because it's too blurry. This telescope is a mess. No, son. You're drunk. You're too Sleep blurry. Sleep it off. <laughs> Look again. That's why they're robotically controlled. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Belgians are just over there drinking. Robot What's your job here? Hanging out with a robot. Uh, yeah. The um, robot's watching and I'm drinking. AI's in charge, baby. I feel like, okay, so I have what this mental image wrong? of this Belgium just drinking his beer and it's like that scene in Independence Day where they finally get a signal from outer space and, uh, like, off. and he's like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Or in contact, I think the guys were uh, carving a pumpkin. Yeah, they are. yeah, <laughs> like great, like, like meerkat. This head pops up. Just and gotta like, keep living your life, man, while you're <laughs> mapping the stars. You know, I finally only got to see Contact about a year ago. Oh, it's so great! I, it was one of those movies. Oh. I it was it was on, it's it? one one that was on my list, and I just never got a chance. And I found out my wife is a huge fan, and she goes, "You what?" <laughs> and so we ended up so watching it's it. And so I, it's one of my top five all timers. Uh, that, well, it's Carl Sagan. Yeah. That you know. was, you just segued into my question. And Sorry. now, which is? Yeah. 
top five space like space What's exploration top slash like what are your space top five? movies all right so you got contact contact yeah um, are these in any particular order no particular order okay i'd have to work on it because i don't have this list ready to go I so say, i don't even think i have a list get contact you got 2001 uh-huh. uh from when i was a kid i'd always watch that um do you like it and do you understand it um obviously i, I like don't it make do any you... claim to understand it I, I i have my own interpretations I don't think of Kubrick. it but. Made an acclaimed yeah. it, but Oh, it's wonderful. It's um, a very yeah. polarizing. And then the book is, is the book is just say. as confusing from what I understand. Uh, yeah, I tried that and that didn't help. Yeah. You guys okay, want to make sorry. it more confusing? Jack Kirby <laughs> did the uh, comic book adaptation. Uh, yeah, and is it any good? Have you seen? Well, mm. it's a definitely a thing. Oh wow! Like it's. I would love to read that. It's weird. Oh yeah. Well, so is the movie. I mean, that's it's why. No, it's I know, but then you also pieces. take Jack Kirby and slap Jack Kirby yeah, on yeah. top of it, and it's like, sure, take take that artistry and fine. There, anyway, so two thousand one. Okay, okay. So uh, con- the Contact two thousand one. Yeah. Interstellar. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, really? Love, really? yeah, I love really? me some Interstellar. Oh, I just that's good stuff. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I just yeah, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I've even seen it twice now. Um, <laughs> I couldn't see it twice. I could only see it once. And, and then I was, what? Um, there were so many questions I had with that one. So many, so many. Oh, holes. gotta come so up with issues. four. Gotta come up with oh well. All right, so yeah, this counts because it's fiction, right? So I gotta sure. go. Oh, I, sure. I, I I gotta have Wrath of uh, Wrath of Khan. Okay. okay. Yeah. And, uh, acceptable. And then and then. Acceptable. Uh, I also have to have because I was very young and impressionable, so I have to make an excuse for it. <laughs> the first Star Trek uh, motion picture. Oh, yeah. Really? There's no yeah. shame, and you don't have to make. I, any you know, Star Trek the motion picture. At least, at least I have to say the Star Trek the motion picture. Um, and I've watched it recently. Um, there is a sense of nostalgia, so it's okay. It's it, it's not it is not bad. And we were just talking before mm-hmm. we went on about some of the really bad movies, uh, Highlander, um, or some of the other movies that we. Oh, I said Total Recall. Total Recall that didn't hold up. For there's me, there's but. movies that just you that Sidekick don't hold up just that fine. don't hold up. But I think the motion picture is not bad. Um, I think they they made some mistakes with it, but mainly it's the problem definitely long. Well, the well, reason it's long is because it was it was I originally the, the, an episode. And well, they I, had to I saw it when it I was ten, and mm-hmm. and yeah. when I and it still it, it had such an impact when I saw it. It was one of the first movies I ever saw in a theater, and it, the scope of it when I was sure. that age, mm-hmm. it really had an impression that stayed with me. Yeah, I feel like this. If they, there if may they, be a if life they, a life thing here. As the earliest movie I can remember seeing in the theater is Ghostbusters. And I was uh, like, I'm going to grow up to be Peter Venkman. And here we are. And, and, <laughs> and, uh, and, the, and, and you were like, I'm the stars. And here you are. Yeah, but uh-huh. one of the earliest ones I saw was Wizards by Ralph Bakshi. And so you are you still are. not a wizard. I, and I, what I, Get I, but on I still stick. am massively into fantasy. I still love, totally fan, love fantasy. And, and that was, Wizards was actually one of those post-apocalyptic fantasies to where... Oh, it, yeah. It, it had been... And it was also Ralph Bakshi, and it was animated, so I, mm-hmm. which I still... Totally dig. So yeah, you maybe it's maybe it's your first movie that you can remember. So you're counting yeah. motion picture motion picture and Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Now what about okay. what about the any of the Star Wars movies? Yeah. Science, man. Science. All right. Science. See, so I know because I had time to think about it, I would, I, the, the list would change. Yeah, because yeah. I saw a stu- uh oh right. So I, I saw Star Wars in the theater, so that was probably the first one. That would have well, that it was before it. Star Trek. Okay. That's right. That's right. And All Star right. Wars I, boy, I well, I'm, I'm reading a story. Right, I'm reading a book right now called the, seeing, um, the World According to Star Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it it's just it really kind of breaks down why Star Wars 
did as well as it did and it goes through all this mathematics stuff and is it its timing was it was it you know just the zeitgeist at the time was it was it you know and also finally it just comes down to it was good <laughs> there's you know what? no reason there to explain no why it, it really is just it's a great story that moved yeah. forward i remember and, and we were in the line around the block you know mm-hmm. we we're just waiting for uh, it and it got in there and so yeah it was yeah, only that, it was only it's given it's okay. thrown out to like 28 movie theaters when it first the opening weekend and when they started having people around the line they went oh maybe we should release this to more maybe do <laughs> something oh, maybe we, we should, should do something when, about this. Probably Cronkite make more money out doing of stories <laughs> saying about these lines going around they're like yeah oh i think and i think other theaters are going um what is this star wars thing and why don't we have it and, they need to and get yet, it and to yet, Enid, Oklahoma. And yet it, so it still beat out. It's still the number one movie, even though it openly opened at 28 theaters in one weekend. It's still the number two movie of all time. Gone with the Wind, which opened at like 150 theaters, is the only thing that's beat it. it when when you look at when you add in inflation, inflation and everything yeah. like that, Star Wars is still number two after at opening up to like a okay. quarter of the sure theaters that. But it does not okay. Those were all very sciencey movies that you picked in your top five. Actually, and yeah. I, I mean, even the track ones, yes, trend that sciencey way. Sciencey movies. And Star Wars is not a sciencey movie. No, but it is. It is it's, a sci-fi movie. No, it's not. It's a sci-fi movie. It's a fantasy it's, movie it's a that takes place movie. in space. I know it's a sci-fi movie. You guys no, have had this argument well, before. You boys want to take this outside? We've had this. Before. I know we've, we have. <laughs> All right. It's it's science. But I mean, that's why I'd be. Uh, I mean, obviously, like movies for your life. But I mean, she was asking about movies to. Actually, I think that's a that's a you know impact that's a your point life in a, a relationship bit. between people when when you <laughs> figure out if you've already had this fight before. That's right. Oh no, we've never had this fight. Michael is wrong. You have right. had this fight. Before. Right, but it's, it's not really a fight. fight. It's, Michael's wrong. No, right. I, I, you no. have to have science I, in science fiction stories. That's was, how that works. There were there were the. Sorry, Sorry, go. No, go. No, 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 no. no. I was going to say something stupid. So I'm going to okay. say something if you guys uh, I was curious if, like, like movies like Apollo 13. Um, <gasps> did oh, you yeah. like, Space Cowboys. I had a little list here. The Martian. I like <laughs> The Martian a lot. Yeah, yeah The, the Martian, Martian was great. Now, I had a, Which still has you, one of my favorite did, lines did is, the is I'm the greatest botanist on Mars. <laughs> right. oh. Yeah. Oh. And, of course, isn't it the Matt book, Damon in it? The book is of course so, it is. so awesome. And what I love about it is he crowdsourced the science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's an IT guy that, that then yeah. crowdsourced it to anyone who had any know-how about, you know, particular issues. Um, and he released it. Uh, uh, what's the word? I'm serially. Yeah. In serial yeah. like form. And then would take the feedback as far as to make sure was my favorite. Favorite. I, I actually thought it worked better as a movie than the book. I, I, I not, I've not quite much, but but I did like the movie a little bit better than the book uh-huh. because uh-huh. even I got a little bit tired of hearing oxygenators. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. It's, that, I mean, and it, it's it a story form. But, my but favorite the movie scene really pushed the, the action. I thought movie it was a really good story. It did. Um, and also, um, have you seen Hidden Figures by chance? Yes. Yes. Oh, I how did. Is think? It? I liked it. That was great. And, and it was something I had no idea that those people Isn't even that amazing? Amazing. That's, Isn't r- that's that ridiculous that even a scientist. I, I know. It was embarrassing. I, 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 but, but you know, you know what you get taught, right? And I mean, I mean, that's kind of the whole, that's the, that's the whole I guess it problem the you know the issue at the kernel of, of that movie you know what you were presented can't fault <laughs> you for that but hence, here's all this stuff that we're like we're just not gonna yeah, talk about hence that. the that's name complicated but even in, in all the years since I, know. I know. think you would have figured some you would have read that somewhere in some sciencey yeah. book 
And the fact that it's you not do. there is and you no probably idea. could look. In, you probably is, footnote. but like, for it yeah. to be a wide release, but a footnote, yeah, it's yeah. a footnote. It's a that's footnote just, that's just a, a travesty. You know, and, and not, not just and not just them, but also, I mean, the realizations that most of the computer work that was being done in the early days of computers was done by women, right? Because mm-hmm. because it wasn't viewed as important at the time. I have I have I have a, a soapbox yeah. here. Well, and, and they the were same also thing with movies. Editing was a woman's job, right. and in, and programming was a woman's job because it wasn't viewed as important. The mm-hmm. actual pushing of the button was important mm-hmm. during the, that time. But when they found out that there was so much importance in the programming, yeah. so much importance in the success of a movie when it came to editing, that's when men started. Quick, give it to dudes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's I was glad in, in Neil deGrasse Tyson's Cosmos, one of the episodes, I was glad they focused on the women that did all the work of um, taking spectra from stars and classifying mm-hmm. yeah. stars yes, because was, it was yeah. extremely important work. And, and, and tedious. Yeah, and one of the women, and I, now I'm embarrassed I can't remember a name off the top of my head, but figured out how stars work mm-hmm. uh, yes. based on all this work and, 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 and the classification. Yeah, it was, it was a great episode. Yeah. yeah, I um, read that. I actually went on to watch a documentary about, about her. Yeah, and I think fortunately so. I, we, we are getting to the point where we are starting to recognize the people. You, I mean, you were talking about what you... You get that in your astronomy book in college. Yeah. We, we don't, I mean, when I was in college, there was nothing nothing like that. Yeah, so and the, the and fact the, that they're actually getting the information out to. They're just they're just recognizing who's done it rather right. than just skimming. Oh, well, and know, a, it's like, okay, these people did these. Things. And I love that there's a What's real that interest that for Sorry. these hidden figures. For, right. Sorry to work that yeah. in. But, but I mean, these people behind the scenes who actually did do the heavy lifting and surprise they yeah, were ladies and, 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 and they the f- were people of color and they and were you know the unrecognized and the fact that you could bring the woman they're still in their lifetime the, the woman moon. could come out on the, the mm-hmm. stage of the oscars mm-hmm. and at least yeah. be recognized i mean because it's so Finally. many times did no it, that'd it, be really hard like your whole your whole life to know how i mean it's not like she probably wanted parades or whatever you right. do these things because the love of the science but at the same mm-hmm. time you spend your entire life knowing these incredibly impactful things to you know to human history happened and you were integral to them and no one talks about you it's that'd be really tough i mean it just yeah you get you know we're very adaptable you get used to it you live on but but well and for generations growing up i know how hard it would be if if i was growing up and people who in the textbooks made all the discoveries if everyone in power was not like me yeah if if they were different than me i i don't think I mean, I, I wouldn't have a model to pattern myself yeah. after right. to, to go do it. That's and, how why impor- and how important well, it's, and it's I, why we, it's when, 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 you know, Barack Obama was elected president, a lot of African-Americans could look up to that. And that's why I think things like hidden figures are so important because I, it allows African-Americans a, a role model. Yeah. And, uh, and women. Yeah, and I, women, I yes, exactly. W- p- women seeing other women in STEM. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's one of the major, it's, you know, it's been a wall. Blocks it's is, been a wall of getting women you know, and getting you being people of color. To, as a girl... You know, when I wanted my science degree and when I was like a super hardcore nerd in high school, you know, I was I was legitimately told a couple of times, well, why didn't you take an art class? Mm-hmm. You know, no, I know. Are you sure you want to take AP <laughs> oh, Anatomy? This explains why I got pushed into math and science. Being, you know, yeah. and yeah, because like you're that. a guy. Why and do you want to take a I'm, writing class, Josh? Yeah. I should have taken more art classes. And also, <laughs> my, my math education suffered as as it as you know as a result as well. And so seeing other women. And seeing people like you do these careers right. is is a huge, you know, instead of that's why Neil deGrasse Tyson is so passionate about, you know, 
STEM education and about, you know, seeing people do these jobs that aren't, you know, for, sorry, but white dudes. Yeah, well, yeah. No, this, yeah. and also that's why seeing an astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson, seeing an astrophysicist of color, seeing someone, mm. you know, <laughs> us white dudes doing this stuff, it's kind of nice. And, yes. And so, I, so, but the movie itself but is very good. You, you saw that one. Which one? Uh, Hidden Figures. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's see great. That one. I want to see that with one the delightful Octavia Butler. We're, we're coming to the end, but I do want to talk what? about the news that SpaceX. Yeah. Is so if you've got What's a that? ridiculous amount of money, I, I, oh, I I'm I know, still waiting for my golden ticket. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Isn't that no, okay? So we are that's sending we're, we're commercially people. sending two people to the moon. Right. Okay. Okay. Two, well, and they're, they're just going around the moon. They're, just, they're not they going not on landing. They don't get. Is to there stop. some sort of oh, like yeah. international thing? Say don't no touchy moon. Right. They, they they get to do the Apollo. They got we to do own the Apollo. Moon. We put a flag moon. there. Yeah, yeah. I just do you have, have a flag? Now, we, I was gonna say we own the moon. Who owns I'm the moon? Kidding. It's a joke. It's we like, put a, we it's put like a flag there. Who, we own it. Who's owns Antarctica? Is my question. That's right. We put a flag there too. Again, they're just gonna do the Apollo ten thing, which is again the slingshot around around because Apollo eleven lands. Because I watched Apollo that movie. Thirteen was supposed to land there, but they couldn't. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so they're going to slingshot around the moon and then come back. Still, something that hasn't been done. Nineteen seventy-four was the last time we got anywhere close to the moon, where we actually landed on it. Like um, people close, not like droid close. Well, that's what I mean. We that we actually had a human being close to it, and that was nineteen seventy-four. That was forty-three years ago. So the, That's uh, the just idea a that travesty. we could get out there again, finally, even if it is two rich per- people, and we don't know, all he says is they're not actors. Listen, and if they're, they're super rich, rich, they obviously you deserve know it's it. The obviously deserve wife. <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, as a reporter, I think I should be, you know, go out there and report on it, make sure that, you know. Close contact. Michael, Seems legit. if there was a vote. There you go. If any, it would be so me because anyone, I would go. Anyone I'm from SpaceX is listening. I'm a great reporter, and I would be fabulous in space. The most <laughs> fabulous. He's very space. calm. You pack light. I knew he packs like. Yeah. By the way, yeah. packing for Mars. Have you read it? Mm-mm. It's Mary Roach. Anyway, I highly recommend it to anyone. It is about how we prepare humans to go into space. And it's called oh, Packing for Mars. Oh, there's another thing I need to Fantastic. So those rich people are going to have to do some of that stuff. At well, Loot uh, XP, there is a game. astronauts. Sorry. At Loot XP, there is a game called Planetarium where you have to terraform planets. What? And it is the oh. funnest game I've played in a long time. Well, that's why that place is great. Because yeah. I would never hear about any of these <laughs> okay, games. Had, and then it's a place where you can go try them. I think it's, it's a date. And it actually teaches you a lot because you, like, you get these cards dude. and it tells you what the requirements would be for to like get an astronaut. An atmosphere yeah. around these planets, and like, like you can make a planet volcanic by depending on what resources you gather and stuff. You can't stuff just send the Genesis. No, you can't just send torpedo. Well, I'm out there. You can't just it's take a bunch words. of water and like throw it on a the planet. terraformer. In, yeah. What movie is that? Where they just drop a chair and they're like, ah. and it's just like twenty years later, boom, it's ready. I, I, or anyway, it could be like Titan AE where you press a button and then just a plane. Or it form. could create well, reverse like in Had the had the torpedo the Genesis torpedo. Where yeah, it'll be fine. 
It lands on there. Star, Star Trek. Star Trek has dropping a bouncy yeah. castle on there. So <laughs> <laughs> that way we'll have something to do with it. Because there was there. that inflatable room they were trying to put. Yeah. And, and yeah. all I wanted it to be was like a, a bouncy castle. Right. When it when it extension. pops out. I mean, it can yeah, still like keep you safe from space, it, but it should be like a pink like a big pr- uh, princess castle. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because yeah. otherwise Totes. you get there, everyone's excited about going, and then you get there, and then you're standing around like... So this is a really the, then you turn the gravity off and the real fun begins. This is a big white <laughs> dome that we made. No, it's a princess then castle. Next up, ball crawl. I know the, the first. Oh, could you could you okay? So zero gravity. Could you imagine putting a bunch of like ball pit balls in this room and you get to swim literally swim through the ball pit balls? Um, that's what I'm saying. Oh my gosh, Next that step, would be amazing. Ball crawl. Things so, that we want to do in space. In space. Start writing it down. Learn wish stuff. List. Mm. I'm <laughs> observe I'm space. The wish list mm. now. Ball Go pit. Bouncy <laughs> castle. So, Ted, well, I, I do want to. What, what are your thoughts about the SpaceX going and not NASA? I think it's great. Um, I I think wherever corporations feel like they can make a profit, I think they should go for it and do it. Um, I think that's how it's going to happen. That's the only way it's going to happen. Obviously, our government doesn't want to put the research and money into it. So the only other way is for it to be corporate. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think the pioneering of, of going out in space for pure exploration, I think that probably always has to be uh, government initiated projects mm-hmm. um just because there's no clear payoff it's an enormous outlay of cash and resources um so probably that aspect of, of pure exploration has to be governmental or planetary or whatever but corporation as soon as as soon as there's some profit motive or some uh tourist component or you know exploitation of minerals or whatever i mean that's great i mean the more people starting to work out the bugs of getting off the planet and going to others. I think that's that's fantastic. Well, and if you think about the explorers, the original explorers on Earth, uh, that were most usually, they had to be signed off by some governmental agency, right. Spain, Italy. Somebody Cortez. Was, somebody, well, somebody was, 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 was saying, but so then, I've done but then some eventually math. it became... <laughs> eventually it, became, it was a commerce. Or, it was a private industries yeah. who said, okay, now, and do you think maybe we're kind of at that point Space-wise, the we, it was the government who basically started the ball rolling, and now maybe it's corporations going. Well, thanks to all the stuff you guys did, I can now get to that asteroid and mine it for gold or diamonds. Yeah, or I, I, I don't know about at the point, but I think it's certainly at. It, it's almost there. Right. I mean, if we're at the point where going around the moon is actually a feasible stunt, because it just sounds more like a stunt. It is. Than, yeah, mm-hmm. but. Even, if that can even Still, be done, just, yeah. that's fine. I mean, yeah, I think we're, we are almost there. Yeah, That'd and, and so I, I, I think it's more, if we were going to do, like I think the next logical step, people always talk about Mars. I think the next logical step ought to be a moon colony. Uh, oh, yeah, well, you need the moon base. Yeah, if, base. Something, if something goes wrong, you're three days away instead of Plus, yeah. a year. Really but, and, and also it's, a great, greater, it's an easier moon. place to launch from. Yeah. yeah, you have less gravity. You can just it's it's an easier right. place. But now it might not be quite easy because you have to wait until the moon is at a certain position to be able to launch toward Mars. But that happens every twenty eight days. Yeah, but so the, yeah, but you also yeah, kind of have to and, do and that. Just going Earth. to the moon, you can go there just about any time. Yeah, right. it doesn't have the problems that Mars does about having to be at certain points in your orbit to launch towards it and then to return. So all the bugs can be worked out of having this off-planet colony on the moon first, trying to figure out how to exploit the minerals to get oxygen and water and whatever. Do that on the moon first. And I think that's that ought to be, I mean, I can't imagine a private corporation doing that. That's probably a government thing. But unless they, unless again, unless it was profitable for some reason. And, it's kind and of, some reason. But that was the whole point of the, you, you, that was why they built the International Space Station. That's why I'm asking who owns the moon. 
Yep. We do. We put a flag. We put a there. flag on it. Do we? Does the U.S. own the moon? No, I by international no. agreement, no we, one owns it. No, yeah. that's, that's, what I, it's like, that's why I asked. Is there an international no touchy? Yeah. yeah, There's an agreement, but I don't think it carries any weight. I think it's just do you a handshake. Have a flag? No, it's it's Uatu who owns it. He's on the dark what side. What if I got to the moon? I'm saying. Do I get homesteading wow. act? It's oh, hey, blue wait. area. Thank yeah. you very Did much. You the blue area. Oh, that's so good. That was comic book. That, yeah, yeah. I was just waiting yeah. for Josh to give me <laughs> deep pull. Deep I mean, if you land game. on the moon and you plant your flag and then you say, "Come at me, bro." I Come mean, at right, me, bro. Right. What are you gonna do? It's pretty much yours. And what what if you're What if you're like a space ninja? But then it's like, oh crap, they're actually coming. Right. <laughs> I planted roll a flag. It up, roll yeah. it up. I hit a golf yeah. ball. Off no, no, no. It. You start digging <laughs> a hole. Start making your moon base. The the moon base is gonna be on the dark side. On the dark side of the moon. I'm super. We're gonna call it Pink Floyd. I want to know what's there anyway, and then yeah, dark. And my code name is Shepard. By the way, you you realize realize it's only dark because we can't see it. It's not actually dark all the time. It's dark half the time. That's right. Right. Except for when there's a new moon. moon. And then at that, it's, yeah. But we can't see it. So it's a perfect place for like a hidden moon base. Oh. Oh, Hidden from us. Yeah. Yeah. Hidden from everybody. Oh, right. That's, there's a Nazi moon base there. Dr. Evil is. Oh, that's right. There is a Nazi. Iron skies. Dude, totally watched it. Um, yeah, yeah there great. is a Nazi moon base, and there's, uh, it's it's fun, there's but it's not good. There's also an alien moon base on another documentary. There's a lot of moon bases on the dark side. I of need aliens. It's a, great, it's a great place. You're right. It's, it's well, a, I mean, so how would you start a moon extra. base? Like just I think you nailed it uh, with a shovel. Castle on a ball crawl. <laughs> you know what you'd have to do is you'd have to fly there you with your shovel. Hold on, hold on. You fly there with your shovel, right. and then you start digging, and then you'd have to take apart your spaceship to make, make the walls and everything so you don't sure. get cave-in, and then just make sure you have... Yeah, and then you yeah. make sure you have all the resources. Okay, like but the, the moon's already done some of the work for us, so there are lava the, tubes, and yeah. so with, with so the little holes in them, heat, so you go in the lava tubes, and then you're done. Yeah. Boom. It's a little cave. Boom. Boom. There's nothing in it, but Tad's I have my underground plan. moon base. It's yeah. kind of like yeah. Minecraft on the moon. Mooncraft. Yeah, totally. Mooncraft. Moon Boom. We done. Sorry. And that's <laughs> okay. I just chop at it. I just karate chop the moon until it builds me a base. That's yeah. how that works. Brick, 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 yeah. uh, you don't have to worry about wind and you don't have to worry about, you know, no. okay, so, so, pesky oxygen. so this pesky is oxygen. No problem. Capture. Okay. So one thing that you guys might not know is that, um, meteorites. I don't know, actually, Nikki, I won at trivia. So I probably shut <laughs> up. Sick burn. Okay, go Josh, on. Go on. Let's find out. Is uh, meteorites and asteroids are actually more expensive per weight than diamonds because they're rare, obviously. Diamonds For now. Rare. Sure. That, well, yeah, diamond, well, that's a they're, whole fallacy yeah, in I general, but yeah, I totally get where Carbon. you're going, Kim. Um, but, uh, but I want to harvest a bunch of asteroids, makes a bunch of yeah, jewelry. you got to get there first. No, just like throw out and a then net. Bring, and then Can bring you the not stuff throw back. out like a really big net? Like a space net. <laughs> a, space a space net. And like like you're fishing, and then bring uh, then like you know has a big ass net, <laughs> and bring the asteroids back to space. I feel like that net I, would weigh a lot. But there have to be some sort of like anti drag, so they won't burn up in well, the atmosphere. No, when but you, bring you them could down. Well, you could use a uh, tractor beam. Uh, are there's there? nothing wrong with that idea. Exactly. No, nothing. Yeah. Tractor beam. Yes. Science is 100% on your side. I'm doing a tractor beam. Dang it. Okay. That's going to have to do for This is my show. attracting right. laser. Real quick, Ted, hey. what are your plans for the summer? Other than playing loot XP as much as possible. Uh, yeah, I have good. a feeling I'll be there pretty often in the summertime. Uh, Street action? Yeah, because I don't think I'm teaching in the summer. Are so you going to go uh, see the full on... Um, 
Oh, the solar eclipse. Solar eclipse. Yeah, we don't have time to talk about the solar eclipse this summer, but but we can talk about when it comes closer this summer. Yeah, we'll we'll get you back. August 21st, 2017. Are we going to get it here? Total solar. Here, it's about 92%. You need to go up to Kansas City. Right where my dad lives in by Marion, Illinois, he's going to have a total eclipse there. And I plan to go to see my dad. That's dark. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to go pitch black. Oh, I'll be there for sure. I'm going to sing so much total eclipse. To the heart, I you think guys. Yeah. Total Not in my lifetime. Turn around, bright eyes. I think what I'm gonna have maybe I try done? to get on stage a little this summer. I hope to audition for more yeah. things. I haven't done that for a while. So, okay. Um, and maybe we could work out some like stargazing. Yeah. Like some maybe we could live, um, live broadcast some. I happen to know Oklahoma that City Astronomy Oklahoma. Club. I mean with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually talking to them. I think next month in April, um, and then they have. Um, can we observing do it for my events birthday? all during the spring and the summer. Yeah. Uh, Lake Hefner, I think they go to Lake Hefner. Yeah, you used to do a lab on it, didn't you? At OCCC, where we you guys would go out. That's and, right. Yep, yep, yep. We just my ex-husband was in one of your classes. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> can we just do a live podcast on Black Mesa? Yeah, oh, that's fine. You know. Oh, gosh, that would yeah. be wonderful. Would be yeah, yeah, where well, they have the big party in the fall, the big star party out there. Oh, See, yeah. We'll Oak, the Oki Techs, I think that's what it is. I've heard a lot about the go up to Black, because Black Mesa is... There's it's not no a mountain. Lights. I oh, don't it's care no what anyone's. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I, we were even out at Woodward once, uh, where the Selman Batcave is, and they had an observatory out there, and they had a big star party, and yeah, it was the darkest thing. Yeah, just I even go. Seen. I mean, they you can go up to Logan County, where I, I used to live in Logan County, over by Coil, and oh my God. you really? just look up in there. You the Milky Way is bright. Okay. You, you can't miss see it. the Milky Way. <laughs> So, so, I, so I missed that. Could we do a remote podcast sure. from from one you of the stargazing yes. things? Okay, oh. the one in Woodard. We could do it during the... You said... They, they, a, they've had one there before. I don't know if they plan to do it again. Well, but we could just... Yeah. Well, and I <laughs> we said Black, well, Black Mesa's over in the Panhandle. Right, but... The, I want to go to Black Mesa only because want, of There was something about portal. a bat cave. Oh, that's... In, in Half-Life. Yeah, in, 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 in Woodward. In Woodward. Okay. Up in northwest Oklahoma. Seems legit. Black Mesa's the bad guys. And there's an observatory there. Yeah. Well, there's, they, I think you're talking about a, a, they built a, they kind of a, a, a temporary makeshift. observatory, not a, not, there's not well, a permanent observatory there, is there? We I, know in Australia. There physicists. was, I don't, was but, it permanent? It was a, was it a biological station up there? And then they have some concrete platforms that they use oh. for telescopes. But now I think the Oklahoma City Astronomy Club, I hope they don't kill me if I say something wrong, but they, they were last time I was talking to them, they were getting some uh, space by Geary. Um, mm-hmm. which is just mm-hmm. 45 minutes mm-hmm. west on I-40, which is a nice, pretty dark site. And so they had sort of a, a, an area there where they would go observe okay. uh, from time to time. So, so yeah, that would be I would, I would love closer. to go out. Hi, some the Oklahoma night space, night. I think, yeah. is something that we need to talk to. Yeah. So um, that's going to do it for our show. We'll, 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 we'll come up with more stuff as we get closer to that, especially because I'm fascinated yeah. by this kind of stuff. Um, check us out on our, our brand new website, okiegeek.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook on Okiegeek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Tad, where could people find you on the World Wide Web? At Tad Thurston on Twitter, where I apparently drop dope rhymes. Yeah, <laughs> and I see approves of them. You gonna change your handle to uh, uh, what was it? We've Astro. Got I just might change that handle. I, that, yeah. like I might them. be happening. I, I see like that. them all. So, or you could have like another Twitter profile where just you do for nothing your rhymes. But it's like you, but doper. He rhymed astrophysicist into. A, he worked it into a rap. Him. Wow. I, I, I see. Was it's like amazing. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Sure. That's a big word. 
Chance yep. the Rapper hasn't um, got back to us yet, <laughs> by the way. We got high hopes for Chance the Ch- Rapper. Chance the Rapper's very cool. He's a delight. Um, so t- check out Tad Thurston, at Tad Thurston on the Twitterverse. And if you don't find it, it might be, what, what was the new hand? <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's going to be, be at Tad Thurston. He's just going to change the name. So I might change my handle if Ice-T was into it. Well, but then anyway, then, I don't. Then you have to get new followers. Ice-T likes me, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Ice-T likes me. <laughs> That's the bio. That's Tight the bio. with ice. I think Recognize. Recognize because Ice-T digs me. So, Josh, where can people find you? At Joshua Unruh on Twitter. And they can find me at Retro Robinson and on the Facebook page. And Devin. You can find me on the Twitter at Weva. That's Whiskey Unicorn Victor 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 Alpha. Alpha. I tell you, you need to find some geeky ones of those. I think it'll be fun. Unicorn Vulcan. Unicorn's pretty geeky. I just think, you know, like, you know, like I said, Voldemort, Voldemort. (laughs) Wizard. We'll work on that. Wizard Unicorn. Unicorn Vulcan Vulcan. (laughs) Vulcan Voldemort. Work it into a rap. There you go. No. We'll find a way. You work it. <laughs> and I'll use it. There we go. And you can find me at KOSU Michael C. We're now on Patreon, uh, which you can join at patreon.com slash Geek. And thank you for our contribution. Yes, we got I one. I write down yes, her name. And we and have I, her name. And I, uh, I'm, I feel terrible. I just wrote, I wrote it down. Anyway. We did have our first uh, person who actually gave to Patreon. She gives uh, monthly. Geek, and we said thank you very much. And we love much. her. Everybody, go out there. I mean, it's just it's just a way to help us do things like the pay for the website and pay for the the the. I mean, this all sound cl- SoundCloud costs and it's all this stuff just costs and it just it helps us yeah. put things towards that and and just keeps us because we're not rich. We're all kind of very poor. If I was rich, I'd be going we to the do damn this moon. For the love, <laughs> exactly. We'd be at the moon. Actually, you'd be building, building our the moon, moon base. base. Um, Emily, uh, her name listen. is Emily Savage, Emily by the way. Sa- Emily. Emily, we love you. Oh, love thank you, Emily. I know Emily. Hi, See, Emily. Hi, Emily. Go. We love you. So also subscribe to this podcast. Rate us. Leave a comment. Until next time, along with Tad Thurston, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Joshua Unruh. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Devin Green. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Geek on.